Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. It's better than this. Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Thursday edition of the show, continuing our mock draft that we started yesterday. Picks 12 through 22 are coming off the board today. Kyle has the even picks. I have the odd picks. And uh, let's. Uh, we're, we're also doing this live on Twitch. So there are people watching. There are going to be people listening to this tomorrow. And the fun thing about these Twitch mock drafts is that not only can I see Kyle's reaction to my picks, but we get the wonderful chat here on the other side of the screen uh, for uh, for the fan interaction. So we look forward to a lot of that today here on the show. Kyle, welcome. Uh, thank you. And for reminder, if you are listening to the show itself, not watching us on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash the draft network. Uh, come on by. We're doing this again to tonight. Technically, if you're listening on Thursday morning uh, to do the back half of the first round, we're already getting threatening uh, comments in the section uh, the comment section about uh, heckling all of our bad Pete uh, picks from Matty Ice and uh, Miami Miracle shout outs. It's a beautiful thing, Joe. Where, what were you doing when the Miami Miracle happened? I was, I don't want to talk about that. Why? It was I saw, the Patriots. I, was saw, the Patriots. I saw a tweet from Kyle Krabs come across my timeline that said, ha, 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 ha. In all and, I was ver- and I was very curious what was going on. I didn't see it live. And then uh, I, I, I shortly thereafter did, and uh, I was it was this mixed emotion because I don't like the Dolphins, but I don't like the Patriots, and I knew I was going to have to right. deal with it for like the next week, like I have. Um, oh, this is a two week thing. Yeah, this isn't going to be a one week blow for now. Okay, welcome. All right, great. All right, so we have a couple questions from the comments, a couple admin items. Uh, Class All 1989, good friend of ours, wants to know who the 10 picks are today. So as you brush up the picks today, Green Bay Packers, Cleveland Browns, Washington Redskins, Carolina Panthers, Philadelphia Eagles, Denver Broncos, Miami Dolphins, Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans. We're going to 22. Yep. Minnesota Vikings, Baltimore Ravens. So Carter, you're in luck as a Baltimore guy. Uh, you are getting your pick at the end of today's show. Uh, we had a Bills Mafia comment for you, Joe. Metcalf over Jonah Williams. Oh, yeah. Uh, he seems a little surprised Metcalf went in the top 10. Yeah, not not for me. Physically, this guy is very special. Uh, type of traits that I think can make him one of the premier receivers in the NFL. So that's the guy. I want a dude for Josh Allen, and I get that in DK Metcalf. Uh, so quickly, to recap the top 10 or the top 11 that we did yesterday so that everybody knows where we're at, who's available, who's not available. And number one, Nick Bosa to the 49ers. Number two, Quinnen Williams to Arizona. Uh, Number three, Oakland took Byron Murphy. Number four, Atlanta took Ed Oliver. Number five, the Jets took Brian Burns. Number six, Buffalo took DK Metcalf. Number seven, the Jaguars took Justin Herbert. Uh, The Buccaneers at number eight took Jonah Williams. Detroit Lions at nine took Cleland Furl. 
Uh, 10, the New York Giants took Dwayne Haskins. And at 11, the Cincinnati Bengals took Devin White. I pronounce Furl right. Whether we like it or not, that's how Farrell. he wants it said. Cleveland Farrell. Furl. Cleveland Farrell. How do you pronounce uh, uh, the former Buffalo Bills quarterback, Taylor, his first name? Tyrod. It's Tyrod. 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 He tried to tell us differently, too. Well, sometimes he called himself Tyrod, and sometimes he called himself Tyrod. Ty he doesn't know. Rod. He doesn't know how he doesn't know he's either. to get it right. Yeah. All right. What's well, Cleveland Farrell? All right, let's do this. We got, we got, we got right. some picks to get through. Uh, the Green Bay Packers with the 12th overall pick. This is based off the current draft order. Don't hate us. We didn't make the draft order. This is based on what your team's record is right now. So if it's a shitty pick, that's your fault. That's not our fault. Don't blame us. Uh, take for Matty Ice. Joe pronounces Farrell worse than he pronounces Citadel, which I agree. Are we Green doing Bay this? Packers, Green Bay Pack. No, we are not. Green Bay Packers pick is in, and they are taking Josh Allen, pass rusher, edge rusher, Kentucky. Uh, obviously, with uh, Clay Matthews still being featured there as one of their pass rushers, they've got a really stout interior. Their three man front is. Very, very potent as far as the guys that they have. But Green Bay needs youth and explosiveness on the outside to rush the passer. They are not in a position where they need to be turning their nose up at at good talents. And Josh Allen, uh, I've done his full-on film assessment. I love his versatility and what he can bring to the table. Actually, if you think about Clay Matthews, right? Clay Matthews started as an edge rusher, then he moved to inside linebacker, and then he's back at edge rusher. I could feasibly see Josh Allen successfully filling both of those roles as the defense would need him to be flexible because he's a great athlete in space. And anytime you've got a guy that can move around and play, you know, flat zone coverage, he doesn't have to get a whole lot of depth and he can stand up from a two point stance. He still has explosiveness to blitz in the a gaps and then you get him off the edge from those wider angles in that odd man front. It's a winning combination, so I really, really like the fit of Josh Allen. I'll fill it in here, Joe, in our, our live sheet as we're going here uh, to the Green Bay Packers at number 12. Josh Allen. All right, there we go. Two Josh Allens taken in the first round of back-to-back years. I'm on the clock here with the Cleveland Browns at number 13. Good to see them not picking in the top 10. A little side note here. Uh, they're going to get Greedy Williams right here, the LSU cornerback. Um, we've spent a lot of time here. What is with the looks here, Kyle? Like, this is weird. disappointing. You're you disappointed. Broke you well, broke my heart with the Washington Redskins at 14. Oh, okay. All right. I th- so this is a good pick here for Cleveland, yeah, who they absolutely need to get another corner to play alongside Denzel Ward. Uh, and Greedy Williams, he had, you know, like he didn't necessarily take the next step this year, but what he is is a really good prospect. He's got absolutely quick feet. He's got fluid hips. He's the kind of guy that can remain in man coverage. He has some physicality. Now, look, he's got to put it all together. There's some moments on tape where you just he has lapses. He, his effort wanes from time to time. But from from the physical perspective, he gives you everything you can need in a potential number one corner in the NFL. And him and Ward would be an outstanding duo to uh, solidify the back end of this Browns defense. So uh, Cle- uh, Cleveland Browns. Greedy Williams, and we're going to get this cornerback position right here. Now I'm in an awkward spot because now I have the Washington Redskins on the board at 14, and there's an obvious BPA player available here that makes no sense for me to take. Don't do it. I'm not going to do it. I can't Thank do you. it. I can't, I can't justify it, and it's, that's what hurts even more is because I know you are going to snatch him up so quickly for the Carolina Panthers with the pick after oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Um. 
I look at this Washington Redskins depth chart and you could justify going a lot of different directions. I ultimately look at this roster and we need, we need some playmakers on offense. So I'm going to go with Nikhil Harry wide receiver from Arizona state. Uh, I really like Nikhil. I've watched Nikhil's film done the full deep dive on him and he's more mobile and, and more loose than what I thought he was going to be. You know, you, you see his size, and I saw him in person. I stood, you know, three feet away from him, and I thought he was an edge rusher. He's, he's a monstrous human being. And then you watch him on film, and you watch him after the catch, and that first step after he makes the catch, he's almost always breaking a pursuit angle. He's almost always making that first guy that arrives miss. And then he becomes a headache as far as you got to tackle him in the open field. And he's got a little bit more juice. You know, he's not an Alshon Jeffrey. He's looser than Alshon. He's got better juice than Alshon. And that's what's really intriguing to me about Nikhil Harry. And they don't have this player. They've got a couple lean-bodied guys in Josh Doxson and Paul Richardson as you know, 6'2 guys that are really lean and wiry, can go up and elevate. Nikhil ain't that kind of guy. He's going to beat you up at the catch point. And I think that's an element that this roster is missing, and that's why I'm drafting Nikhil Harry at 14 to the Washington Redskins. All right, Kyle. I think we all know what's about to happen here with the Carolina Panthers and number 15. We're getting Deontay Thompson, the safety from Alabama. This is the dream scenario for the Carolina Panthers for a what I think is a top 10 talent in this class to slide to number 15, and they finally get themselves a safety, right? They've had some dinosaurs back there playing safety for them for a long time. And they've, you know, they brought in Eric Reed this year and he did some good things, but they need a guy like Deontay Thompson that gives them so much more versatility on the coverages they can run because of his skill set. He's a guy that can win in single, single high looks. Uh, he can play split zones. He can play man coverage. He processes quickly. He plays forward against the run. He tackles. He makes interceptions. He, he He's everything. He's a total package at safety, and this is something that Carolina needs. Uh, they you know Edge rusher is another area of concern, offensive line. But uh, in this scenario, the way things fell, we cannot let Deontay Thompson fall any further, and this is, this is probably the steal of the draft so far. Uh, Kyle, before we continue – I want to tell everyone about DraftKings. Bragging rights and huge cash prizes are this up for good. grabs this weekend and this all season long at DraftKings, the leader in one-week fantasy sports. How huge, guys? We are talking about over $1.5 million in total prizes. With one-week fantasy at DraftKings, you choose when to play. You can draft a new team every week with no season-long commitment. At DraftKings, you are the GM. Just choose your players you want. Stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. No matter what your skill level is, there's always a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. So if you've been thinking about trying one-week fantasy football, now is the time to play because nothing makes Football Sunday more exciting than when you have a DraftKings lineup on the line. And guys, you can play for free with your first deposit to compete for your share of over $1.5 million in total prizes. Go to DraftKings.com or you can download the app today. Use our promo code, which is locked on, to enter a contest for free this weekend with your first deposit and compete for your share of over $1.5 million in total prizes. That's code locked on only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. A $5 deposit is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See, see DraftKings.com for details. 
Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling grundle bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there or you're one of many, do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary company. Manscaped just launched their brand new Perfect Package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin-safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. No one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them. That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep that junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to this new new. Give the gift that will make your Valentine's Day spicy. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code locked on to get 20% off and free shipping. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for you and your man and men. Your partner will thank you. Trust me, he will thank you. And guess who else will thank you? Your balls will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code locked on at manscaped.com. And we're back. And uh, I'm on the clock with the defending Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Joe, we got some questions. want to answer these. We want to take advantage of the fact that we are live on the show. Um, don't screw up the Colts picker. I'm going back to Walter football. Mm. No worries. You're in a safe space here. We're going to take good care of you here on draft dudes. I promise. Uh, I had a question. Did Kyle play safety or tight end? My jersey's hanging up in the back here. and People are seeing I'm number 47. Joe, what did I play? Linebacker and tight end. I did play tight end. Technically played safety. But it was a box safety. You played safety? Yeah. Oh, wow. Limited. You're not like Deontay Thompson. You had some limitations. I am, I am nowhere near Deontay Thompson. I'm more like the F-minus version of John Lynch. How's that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> John Lynch was a beast. Yes, he John was. Lynch was a beast. Not a Hall of Famer, though. Is he? Nah, is he nominated? Nah. Hall he, of Fame. He, he went to semi, the round of semis, the, yeah. like the last round of 20s, I think, is where yeah. he capped out. Hall of, Hall of Very Good. Uh, I'm also pressured by uh, someone anonymously on the network has told me, if you don't kill the Eagles pick, we are fighting. And in parentheses, says it's not Ben. So definitely not ben. Yeah. it's definitely not Ben. All right, Philadelphia Eagles. There is somebody left that I think makes a ton of sense for the Philadelphia Eagles. We don't know if they're going to be in this draft class, but I'm over it at this point. You no, know, it's it was one of the reasons why I justified not making that pick at number eleven to the Cincinnati Bengals. We're making it at sixteen. Mac Wilson, linebacker, Alabama, Philadelphia Eagle linebacker group. Jordan Hicks, very good, very athletic player, also very fragile player. Nigel Bradham, they thought they might lose him. Camus Grugler Hill is their starting strong side linebacker. You know what Mac Wilson's really good at, Joe? Mm. Playing in pass coverage. So you get a guy in a division that the Cowboys have lived off tight ends. They don't have one this year. 
but it's coming. And you have Evan Ingram in this division. And the Washington Redskins have Jordan Reed in this division. I want a better coverage option. Mac William or Mac Wilson fits that role. And I think he's an instant upgrade over everybody on the roster at the linebacker position. It hurt not to take a left tackle, but at the same time, the draft is how many rounds long? Seven. Seven. You need two hands for that. There's seven rounds long. So we're not going to panic. There are some reasonable options that should be available in the second round if we're looking at left tackle. So I'm going with Mac Wilson to the Philadelphia Eagles with the 16th overall pick. Okay. I've got the Denver Broncos here at number 17, and this is an interesting team because I think there's a need at quarterback, there's a need at cornerback, offensive tackle, tight end, all in play here. I got to go with positional value here and the player that I think is at a position of need that offers a lot of value. And I'm going to go with Yadni Kajust, offensive tackle from West Virginia. I think solidifying this offensive line is really important for Denver. Um, they've had some struggles. I mean, even Garrett Bowles, he's, he's acclimated somewhat slowly up and down there at left tackle. And I think that, um, you know, we need to work on getting this offensive line right. If, if Case Keenum's going to be the guy, he needs better protection. Uh, whoever the next quarterback is, they need better protection. And Kajusa is a guy whose tape I recently studied. He's not perfect. He's got some technical work to get done. But his baseline of traits in terms of power, length, athleticism, I think it's all there for him to be a really, really good offensive tackle in the NFL. He's nasty, man. Like his power at the point of attack is really exciting, and he likes to bury dudes. And sometimes that goes well beyond the whistle. I mean, this is an aggressive dude, and you want that tenacity in an offensive lineman. You don't want any passiveness. And so I think that you get a guy that can really be an identity-type player up front for the Broncos uh, at a position of need here. So I'm going Yanni Kajus to the Denver Broncos at 17. Matty Ice up. Matty Ice would like clarification. What was the dividing factor between Kajus and David Edwards? Uh, you could flip a coin there. I mean, I like those guys pretty similarly. They're they're very very close for me. Um, so we'll, I mean, they kind of fit the same stereo. Like they, they, they really they do. check the same boxes too. Yeah, I mean, flip a coin. They're both really good. They're both worthy of of a pick right here, in my opinion. Right. So I'm here with the Dolphins pick, and there's a name that I'm surprised is still on the board. Um, I'm not going to pull the trigger on Raquan Davis because I think the Dolphins like what they have with their defensive tackle group when healthy. Keem Spence has had a nice year. Vincent Taylor, Devon Gotchow. I think they like that group enough. But there is somebody here that does make a lot of sense. And we're not going to waste any time making up for the mistake of the 2017 NFL draft. We're drafting Ja'Kai Polite so that we actually get an explosive edge rusher instead of bum Charles Harris, who couldn't pass rush his way out of a wet paper bag. Guys got no pass rush plan. They took a, a, a first-step explosive edge rusher that does not have first-step explosiveness. So with that in mind, you get Ja'Kai Polite. This guy's about as explosive as you can get. Really, really like what he brings to the table. And the unfortunate truth is Cameron Wake is not getting any younger. And he's been really, really impressive when his, with his ability to bounce back from injuries, a guy that started in the league late. Cameron Wake is closing in on 100 career sacks, Joe. He started when he was, I believe he was 26 years old, started in the league in 2008. Ten years later, he's just short of 100 sacks. But this has been his lowest production year yet 
when not accounting for injuries. And we need some explosiveness off the edge there for the Miami Dolphins. Give me Ja'Kai Polite. He wins with pure speed. And he can also win with some violence in his hands. And before we go any further, we do have one more sponsor on today's show that I'd like to tell you guys about. Action Heat. Uh, If you hate being out in the cold, if you live up in the north like I do, and then you've got these unfortunate circumstances where you walk outside and it's 18 degrees out, kind of sucks. Action Heat can help. Action Heat clothing is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to those of a heated car seat. They can reach temperatures up to 135 degrees and are powered by a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 12 hours on a single charge. This is a perfect potential holiday gift for any friend or family member on your list. Action Heat Clothing provides toasty, warm comfort for your whole body thanks to their jackets, socks, gloves, hats, and even undergarments. They've got men's and women's clothing available, and you can make the winter months much more enjoyable with Action Heat. So if you want to get in the action with Action Heat, we've got a special deal where you can get 20% off your order. Go to actionheat.com slash locked on and check out everything that they have to offer actionheat.com slash locked on or use the coupon code locked on at checkout to save 20%. Stay toasty warm while you enjoy all your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat. We'd like to thank them for sponsoring today's episode of The Draft Dudes. We'll be right back after this brief pause to get into the rest of this second stretch of our first round mock draft. This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories. The NFL Honors Award Show was last week and one surprise when it came to Defensive Player of the Year. This is Bear Motter with your Los Angeles Rams update from Lockdown Rams. Aaron Donald would have been the first player in NFL history to win the award three straight years in a row, but it wasn't the case that the NFL Honors that award this year went to Stephon Gilmore. And don't get me wrong, Stephon Gilmore had a great season. Six interceptions, 18 pass deflected, two touchdowns. He had 53 total tackles. Stephon Gilmore won the award with 21 votes. Chandler Jones came in second with 14. TJ Watt with 10. Although Donald says this doesn't bother him, I see him putting this chip on his shoulder, working even harder, and coming back stronger in 2020, which is a scary thing for the rest of the NFL. For more NFL news, subscribe to the Locked On NFL Podcast only on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I'm up here at number 19 overall with the Indianapolis Colts, seven and six. Um, I want to get another dude here on offense for Andrew Luck. I like what they have in T.Y. Hilton, really like what Eric Ebron's become for them. But we need need another dude at wide receiver, and I really like Kelvin Harmon from NC State. Uh, I really like how he complements what they have in T.Y. Hilton, the guy that Uh, I think is a true alpha, a guy that I think can uncover quickly, but also get down the field because he's so uh, savvy with his ball skills and how good he is in contested situations. And Kyle is drinking Jim Bean right out of the bottle while I'm trying to explain that Kelvin is apple Apple juice juice. to to the Indianapolis Colts. So um, I I think, you know, this is a passing league. You've got a guy in Andrew Luck who's bounced back really well. I think there's another step for him to take in his uh, in his journey back to playing quarterback. And I want to make sure that he has the weapons that he needs to uh, succeed. And I think that Harmon's a guy that, like I said, he can be a three level threat. He can be that intermediate threat, but also stretch the field alongside T Y Hilton. So uh, give me the, the, the Kelvin Harmon NC state wide receiver to the Colts here at number 19. I'm a little triggered by the comments right now. 
I, well, I, J, JR Gaming 5 says, all that matters is Charles Harris tries his hardest. Joe, refresh everybody's memory before I get on with the Tennessee Titans picks. We're getting close to the end of this uh, today's show. You asked me before the 2017 draft. Yeah. We're getting ready to go live on the air. We're in the elevator. You, me, and John Owning. We're going down the elevator to go out and drive to the studio to do the live stream show. What did you ask me? I said, what's the one realistic pick that would that your team could make that would just piss you off? What was my answer? Charles Harris. Charles Harris. So I don't care if he tries real hard. He's not very good. Um, I did have a question from Garrett regarding Jakai Polite. Do you think he can win purely with speed, or will he need to develop power rushes? Uh, I think that's that's obviously necessary. Anytime you jump to the next level is continuing to round out your game. Otherwise, you get a case where uh, I think Vic Beasley is a good case of this, right? Vic Beasley came in and he had a really productive second season as a pass rusher. He racked up a ton of sacks, but it's not sustainable. You have to be able to put offensive tackles on their heels. You have to be able to counter them. You have to be able to adjust in live action and not just have a strict first plan because very rarely does that work. That's why I mean, Von Miller still is still able to get off of that initial charge and come back across a guy's face or duck the inside shoulder after countering with his hands. So uh, there's very few guys that can win with legit, just pure speed. And uh, I think Ja'Kai Polite would obviously need some, some development there, but I love his upside. Um, Joe, you broke Carter's heart. He wanted Kelvin Harmon to fall to the Ravens. So you need to apologize to that. Mm. And, um, we are going to move on to the Tennessee Titans here. I think I got all all of the uh, comments necessary of, of commenting on. If you guys have any questions, throw them in there. Tennessee Titans. Here's where I'm going to make the jump. How the hell is Raquan Davis still on the board? You got to give me. You got to explain it to me. This is awesome. I love this. Uh, this this is DeForest Buckner type potential in Raquan Davis. And you look at uh, Tennessee runs this odd man front. Their starters right now are Daquan Jones, Austin Johnson, Jarrell Casey. Jarrell Casey's an excellent football player, right? You put potentially DeForest Buckner across from Jarrell Casey. My goodness. And Daquan Jones is a fine football player. But this goes back to what we talked about yesterday. You don't let a good football player prevent you from taking a potentially great football player. And DeForest Buckner, for me, he's plenty flexible. He's plenty mobile. He's a freakish-sized athleticism combo. And you see the flashes. Now, put him in a room, lock him in a dorm room with Jarrell Casey for all of training camp for his first three years in the league, and let the light bulb come on. Because if that guy ever gets to unleash the beast that's in there, look out. It's a great value, and I really like the scheme fit for Raekwon Davis going to the Tennessee Titans here with the 20th pick. All right, I'm up here with the Minnesota Vikings at number 21. And in my preparation for this pick, Kyle, I wrote down something. Here it is. Offensive line, no matter what. And we've got to do that, right? And I've got one here that fits. Now, I don't know if this guy is going to declare because he's a redshirt sophomore. But if he does, and the Minnesota Vikings came away with Wisconsin center, Tyler Biades. We're talking oh, get about out of here. You're breaking my heart on this show over well, and over again. Pick the players when it's your chance to pick them. All right. Uh, so Biadas is a type of game changing interior offensive lineman, a guy that 
to your credit, Kyle, you pointed him out to us over the summer. We all took a, a liking to his tape, and then he just got even better this year. He's an ass kicker. He's an ass kicker that can move. He can get out in space. He can win in drive blocks. He's super smart. He's got the Wisconsin pedigree, and he's the type of guy that can really be the focal point of the offensive line, a guy that can anchor it for a long time. And this Minnesota Vikings offense, it's got really good receivers. It's got some backs. It's got a Pro Bowl tight end in Kyle Rudolph, the high-paid quarterback in, in Kirk Cousins. But we just saw a good coach in John Filippo get fired because this offensive line sucks. And the Vikings have to get this right. And that's why I wrote down offensive line no matter what is because we've got to invest premium resources in this unit. They've made some okay free agent pickups. They've committed a lot of money to some really average guys. They picked a good player in Pat Elfline who's battled injuries this year. But by and large, it's time to get this front five right and get this, this offense right because this defense is really, really good and they have really good pieces on offense, but it doesn't matter because their front five is bad. I just decided my last pick. And you get weird like that? It's yeah. the Ravens? Yeah. Okay. Do you have any predictions? Um, For you to have that type of a reaction? Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. Uh, no, I don't. I don't I'm out. Marquise Brown? You're, I have no idea what you're going to do here. All right. Well, ironically enough, you nailed it down on your Hail Mary. Hollywood Brown is coming to the Baltimore Ravens. Look, they got guy that's in that mold in John Brown right now. Willie Sneed, Michael Crabtree, not long-term answers. You just brought in a franchise quarterback in Lamar Jackson who has a big-time arm. They're not really showcasing it right now because they're really focused on game control, minimizing his mistakes, and making sure they're kind of weaning him in. I actually like that they're kind of conservatively weaning him in as a passer. And you get the flashes. He will miss... Uh, layup throw every once in a while. Lamar will. But at the same time, you see him, and because they're so committed to the ground game, because defenses are so committed to stacking the boxes, they're really making those hash mark throws and numbers throws very elementary. And you, you think about the Ravens and Lamar and his component of speed, and John Brown when he's on the field and his component of speed, and you put Hollywood Brown in this mix, this is a guy for me, he compares favorably to Deshaun Jackson, as far as his vertical receiving skills, his ability after the catch, he's an explosive football player. We saw this firsthand ourselves, Joe. And for me, it changed the game to see what that speed looked like in person. Mm -hmm. And he's small, but he didn't look like liability small. He's built fairly well. It's not like he's like long and wiry. I think he carries his weight well, even though he's light and short. And he's super quick in short areas. I think it's a home run fit. You know, Baltimore also brought in these tight ends. They have Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews. They still have Max Williams on the roster there, too. So you've got guys that can be your intermediate area receivers. Get guys that can stretch the field and space this offense out. I love the fit here with Lamar Jackson to get Hollywood Brown as our 22nd overall pick. Joe, your parting thoughts as we sign off on today's show? Um, my parting thoughts... Noah Fant, right? He's the guy that really pops to me that he's available tight end from Iowa. And yeah. it's it's a good tight end class. And I wonder if that's making us be more hesitant to not snatch him up for a team. Uh, but, you know, when you start getting towards the end of the first round, you're talking about playoff teams and, and teams that can kind of afford to get an X-Factor type player. Uh, so I expect him to be part of the mix tomorrow. 
uh, when we return for picks 23 through 32. Really hurts not having Dallas with a first round pick because that would have been an awesome place yeah. for fan to fall. Yeah. Um, but they don't have pick. We get two Oakland Raiders picks tomorrow. We got Steelers, Raiders, uh, Seahawks, Raiders again, Texans, Chargers, Patriots, Packers via New Orleans Saints, Kansas City Chiefs, and LA Rams. If your team is coming up on deck, make sure you come back and watch. If your team already picked, I don't care. Come back and watch again. If your team doesn't have a first-round pick, come back and watch. Twitch.tv slash The Draft Network. And make sure you subscribe to The Draft Dudes Podcast. Follow along. I am Kyle Krabs at Grinding the Tape on Twitter, signing off with Joe Marino at the Joe Marino. We'll be back tomorrow to finish this first round mock series. Thank you so much, whether you're watching us live on Twitch or you have tuned in through the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Offensive line, no matter what Joe says. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.